In today's episode of the Coach Score Podcast, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes chat, talk, insights on how I 10x my income. I had this overwhelming moment of gratitude. This is like two weeks ago, doing some reviewing some stuff that the accountant sent in, and I realized that I just had a month that used to take me two years. I had to work two years to make the income that I sometimes get to enjoy in a single month. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not saying that to to elevate the ego. Uh, income has become far less important to me than impact. But I wanted to kind of go through that and share some of the mental shifts, maybe some of the tactical shifts, really six main things that were big shifts for me. If somebody asked me, what were the key things, like the key fundamental things that got you to, you know, 10x or more your income? What would they be? And I'm going to share them with you on this episode. With that said, let's get into it. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com, and I'll see you there. So these, these last 12 months for me were a... The theme, if I could, if I could put a theme to it, was surrender, allowing on a level that I've never had to do before. I really think business is an act of surrender, or it's a exercise in surrendering. When you first start, you surrender to maybe the safety and the confines of a job, and you surrender to the weekly paychecks that you used to know were coming. And then as you keep growing, you start surrendering in different ways. You might start outsourcing some things. You might start building a team. You might start surrendering to even a higher power at some phase of the evolution of your business where you start surrendering to a, a, a something that is now coming through you. And this last 12 months for me, as we've seen rapid growth, was definitely a massive exercise in surrender. And so I tried to get away from that a little bit for this episode. Although I'm sure I'll talk about it. I wanted to get to like, okay, in that first year or two, what were some of the biggest shifts? Mentally, emotionally, physically, on a skill level, tactically. Like, what were some of the biggest shifts? And that's really the frame I want to take this episode in. First thing, I got six of them. First thing was, this is a fairly large conversation in and of itself, but it was my relationship with fear. I used to let fear dictate the actions I take, whether that was about to invest. I stopped, I, I challenge you to stop seeing things as an expense and start seeing them as an investment. Two totally different frames, ways of looking at things, but I used to let my fear stop me from, let's say, investing in my business, in myself. I used to let fear run my decisions, who I bring on, kind of clients I'd work with, what I would charge how I'd put myself out there, what kind of videos I'd film, and fear would dictate the level of action or the level that I would play at. 
and I would try to fight the fear, right? I'd just step in and, and you know, try and overcome the fear, and maybe I'd be good for a few days or a few weeks, and then the fear would overwhelm me again, and I'd just get knocked back down. But I was trying to muscle through fear. Like, I was definitely using force and trying to fight fear with, with insane force. When I started really understanding that courage is just looking at your fears and stepping into it with grace, began surrendering to the fear. Stop trying to fight it, but just said, okay, the fear is there, but I'm going to just choose to move forward anyways. I started doing things that I would have never done in the past. Like I was set free to do things that I would have never dreamed of doing. And I continue that practice to this day. There are still decisions where maybe I'm, you know, thinking about bringing someone on and a big thing of fear will overcome me of like, man, that's what I used to get paid in like, I never even got paid that much. Like old stories, old beliefs will come up, but when you surrender and you just step into it, you grow through it. You create a new belief around it, a new frame, different perspective of it. And that's been my journey for the last six years is just constantly stepping into the fear with grace, not fighting it. Number two, take some notes, take some notes. I hope some of these help. Number two, my relationship with money. This was, this was a really, really big one, and it's probably tied in with that fear, but it was a really big one for me. My, my money relationship was, was really poor. I, I, my first, I don't know, six, seven, eight, ten years of my programming, it was in a, um, was in a trailer park. And my parents immigrated here. They worked extremely hard. They started a business after that. Things really took off, and they retired at like 50 or something. Or semi-retired, I guess you could say. They'll never stop working. They love to work. But that early programming, a lot of lack, a lot of scarcity, what my eyes saw programmed me. And that stuck with me for a very long time. If anyone knows about money issues, it's me. When I was trying to overcome it, I, I took courses and I had coaches who were like, they helped you overcome your money blocks and all that. And it was great. But they never truly, like, yeah, they might have had some money issues and this and that, but like the depth of which the scarcity ran and the programming that ran inside me sometimes couldn't, they couldn't get the job done. They couldn't dig deep enough into me to get the job done. And when I really started understanding where a lot of those stories came from, where my beliefs came from around money, why I was trying to save it and hold on to it instead of invest it. I always tell people, like, don't look at spending money into your business as an expense. It's an investment. It's not an expense. It's an investment. Two completely different ways of looking at, at spending. Either you're wasting it or you're investing it, in my opinion. Or you're spending it or you're investing it. Number three. This should probably be number one, by the way. Um, recently, I was asked, it was, on a, it was on an interview of like, What's your, the biggest piece of advice you have? And it always comes down to gratitude for me. Not thinking type of gratitude, not intellectual gratitude, but the feeling, the vibration, the frequency that emits from your being, from your soul when you're in a place of gratitude. I struggled with gratitude for years. I actually was completely ungrateful all of the time. Even when things were going great, I was like, whatever. 
And it's a muscle. And one of my favorite parts of the day these days is my 10-minute morning gratitude meditation. Lately, I've been doing like a gratitude, like walking meditation, where I go for a walk for 20 minutes in the morning. It's also freezing cold up here in Canada, so I just put on bare minimum clothing, and I make sure my body gets extremely cold, which forces me to stay hyper-present, and I focus on the things I'm grateful for. And it's, it's, it's like my favorite part of the day. I don't start a day without it. And in the past, I started many days without it, and I had a hard time in the business. Anyone who's, if you're not in a state of gratitude every morning, all day, feeling that, you're going to struggle. The second you give up your struggle, you surrender to something bigger, and you realize what you do have, and then you work from a place from there. I always call it inspiration over desperation. You're working through inspiration, not desperation, not desperate for cash, but you're inspired to create change. Not desperate for a client, but you're inspired to lead, to coach, to serve. The game changes really quick. Number four, taking responsibility for absolutely everything. I get really extreme on this. Like so extreme to the point where like just full responsibility, even if it's completely out of my control and someone comes around the corner and hits me with a bat, I will take full responsibility. I'm not saying that's okay. I'm not saying, you know, don't take the actions you need to protect yourself. If someone tries to harm me, I will protect myself. I'll do whatever is necessary. If someone tries to hurt anyone close to me, I will step in do what must be done. I'm not saying be passive and just get beat up. But at some point, you just surrender to the idea that you have very little control of things. Like very little control. I mean, we're on a spinning ball ripping through space at speeds we can't even comprehend. And who knows, I don't know how many variables, how many things in space could like affect that, but probably many. Even on the planet, our breathing, our cells, our bodies, earth, earthquakes, fire, rain, economies, other people. We can't control that. We can persuade, we can have a, 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 um, we can, we can persuade and we can have a, a little bit of influence. We can influence others, but we can't control them. And when I really just started understand, like really feeling that, be like, you know what? I'm surrendering. I'm taking full responsibility. And I'm just surrendering to that fact. It was amazing. The changes that started happening in the decisions, the choices I'd make, the kind of people I'd started getting around, the energy I was emitting. Courage being increased. Understanding being less disappointed by other people. Understanding that everyone's doing their best. I have no control of that. Life changed, man. It changed quick. It changed quick. Two more. Number five. Increasing my threshold to pain through exposure to it. Pain and suffering, two completely different things. Pain is growth. Growing pains. Pain is necessary to get to the next level. Suffering is in the head. It's in the mind. Suffering is completely unnecessary. It's not needed. It's made up. We make it up. And when I understood that, I was like, I would seek out pain. I wanted to grow. 
I would, I would, I would, I would make sure that I extend myself just past what I thought I could. I'd feel the pain. I'd grow into it. Hence my courage, my strength, my grit, my intelligence, my speed would increase. I would normalize it, and then I'd get to the next, next step in the pain, in the series of painful experiences or exposure to pain that I'd go through. And it became a game, and it continues to be a game to this day. It's actually much more gamified than it's ever been. I really enjoy it. Even the, the walks I do in the morning where I make sure my body is just blue, and I get to breathe into it, get to feel the sensation. It's growing pain to me. It forces me to be present in a way that 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 really works for me. Don't run from pain. Step into it. Don't suffer. Suffering is like, what's the worst case? What'll happen? What if this? What if that? That's suffering. We could call it hell. Number six. Mastering sales and marketing. I had two massive realizations. I felt like I was really good at what I did. This is like back in the fitness days. I moved into the mindset days and I was really working on people's beliefs and subconscious. That's like the world I love to play in. But I realized if no one knows me, I'll, I'll, I'll never succeed. Like if nobody knows of me, I will never succeed. Fact. If nobody knows me, I will never succeed. I'll never be able to succeed. Success, obviously your own definition. My definition is impact. Helping others, serving others. If no one knows me, no one... I can't make an impact. And number two, the second thing I realized was if I can't create and communicate value, I'll also never succeed. A lot of people think being good at something just guarantees their success. It's not. We need to put ourselves out there. We need to put our message out there. What would the Bible or any, any spiritual or any, any, any text that has changed people's lives, if nobody uncovered it, if it wasn't marketed, if it didn't go out, if it didn't word of mouth, if it wasn't put into other people's hands, there would be zero impact. And I obviously realized that and I was like, I'd better really master this thing called sales and marketing. Marketing being everything that brings people into your world, into your business, and sales being the things that converts those people into relationships, into clients. Into transactions which equal transformations. And I got really obsessed with that. Obsessed in a way that most people probably don't. But it's why I got so good at it in a short period of time. It was like six months later. I never had a problem getting a client. I needed a bump in income. Great. Let me launch my two, three systems. I've used them for years. We use them with clients to this day. We now do the exact same systems in this business. I realized that, and, I, and to this day, I study sales and marketing heavily. I attend, I, I spent $30,000 for a mastermind a few months ago just so I could learn from the greats. I want to keep learning, keep growing, keep expanding. Because I know it's important for me to get to, I don't know, $10 million or $100 million of impact. I, I got to learn how to do that. I got to learn how to lead people and teach them and train them how to do that with me. So, with that said, six things. My relationship with fear, my relationship with money, gratitude, taking responsibility for absolutely everything, increasing my threshold for pain, and mastering sales and marketing. If I had to, if I had to break down what, what helped me 
get to the level we're at, it would be those six things. I mean, I'd have another hundred if I really wanted to, but those would be the six fundamental key things. Really hope that served. If it did, check out the iTunes. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought of this episode and if we can serve or help you in any way. And I mean it, any way. Check out the website, lucasrubix.com. You'll find a ton of free stuff, a lot of downloads, workshops, worksheets, things you can join, things you can use, things you can consume, apply, see results. We get emails all of the time. Coaches getting clients. I know we have one review on this podcast, actually, of, of a coach adding another $10,000 a month just by religiously going through our stuff and implementing it. So if that can be you, I would love that. Or check out our paid programs. we got the Coaches University, which is a stay-in-ticket paid program, meaning we work with you until you get paid. Uh, we're also using the aligned approach, a massive alignment, aligned marketing, aligned sales, aligned delivery, and aligned energetics. You can check out the details of that at the website. And book a call. Just book a call with myself or the team, and we'll be happy to guide you through it, show you what it is we do, show you how we can serve you. All of that's at lucasrubix.com. With that said, truly, truly appreciate you. Really hope that this episode was a little bit of a spark. And you can create your own philosophy as well. What do you know you need to change or add to see the next level? And with that said, I'll see y'all in the next episode. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.